This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Feline friends, this is Michelle Fern, your host on Catitude. My guest today, in my opinion, knows all about cats. He is the host and executive producer of Animal Planet's long-running hit show, My Cat from Hell. It's in its 10th season. Is an animal advocate and cat behavior and wellness consultant, two-time New York Times best-selling author, and has over 25 years experience working with cats and their guardians. I am so excited. I can't wait to introduce Tom. We'll be right back after this break. Today's episode is sponsored by Hanover Square Press and the secret language of cats, how to understand your cat for a better, happier relationship by Suzanne Schatz. Have you ever wondered what your cat is saying? In The Secret Language of Cats, Schatz offers a crash course in cat phonics to help you crack the cat code. Perfect for the fans of The Lion in the Living Room and the Inner Life of Animals, The Secret Language of Cats by Suzanne Schatz is available for purchase today. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. everyone. This is Michelle Byrne on Catitude. And well, I am so excited that if I was a cat, I'd probably be purring by now. I have the cat daddy himself, Jackson Galaxy with me today. Welcome, Jackson. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to have you. So Jackson, I know that you have something exciting going on soon that is called Total Cat Mojo Live that we're going to talk about later. But first... I have a question that I think a lot of my furry feline friends that listen in Catitude would be interested to hear. Who is on your fur crew? Who are your fur kids? Uh, well, it changes, and I got a lot. <laughs> we'll start there. We were, up until very recently, fostering a mom and her kids, so, and we kept one. So uh, we kind of foster failed there. So, so we have an addition of one kitten, Theo. And then uh, we decided that Theo, being a kitten, needed a kitten friend. So we adopted another kitten. So now we've got two new ones on top. And he doesn't have a name yet. We're struggling with the name of the little one right now. So the kitten to be named later. So that's two. Then we have Caroline, who is, she just turned 10. We have Pichy, who is 14. We have Gabby, who is also in the neighborhood of 1314. We have, I don't want to miss anybody, and I am missing somebody. Oh, Lily. We have Lily, who is Gabby's child, and she is 10 or 11. We have then dogs. We have Pasha, who is three. We have Audrey, who's four, and Mushka, who is 10. And we have a turtle, Sammy. Wow. Now, I knew you had cats, and I knew you had at least one dog, but I didn't know you had three. So how many is all of that? I lost count. Seven, eight? Well, let's see. Uh, Two kittens, Pishy, Lily, Gabby, Caroline, 
um, uh, the three dogs. That's nine, ten. It's ten, I think. Ten. Okay, you have me beat. I have seven. But <laughs> hey, <laughs> uh, one of our show hosts, Dr. Bernadine, she goes, cats are like potato chips. Yeah. You can never have one. Very so- true. And everyone's like, Jackson, how do you make my cat into a lap cat? How do you make my cat into this? And the answer is more potato chips. That's basically it. And that way you just, you have a little bit of everything, you know, and and different personalities and types. And, you know, honestly, it's like these two kittens. I always tell people, if you're going to adopt a kitten, you need to adopt two. It's good for them. It's good for you. And and we had one and it lasted two weeks. And we were like, we have to get another one. He's driving us crazy. And uh, so, you know, two more potato chips. Right. What's one more when you have, you know, ours kind of added on that way. You know, we had one, then one had babies, then we had one, then we had, but then at five, I had to say, cut it off. Yeah, it's, I don't have room anymore. So yeah. well, that's interesting. Thank you for sharing that because I know a lot of people know you have cats or assume you have cats, but not that you have dogs too. And then the turtle, that threw me for a loop. I didn't know you had turtles, a turtle yeah. also. So yeah, a box turtle, yeah. That's pretty cool. Let's talk about your show. You are the host and executive producer of My Cat from Hell on Animal Planet. It's in its 10th season. Congrats. Thank you. And it is. I've watched the show. It's amazing how you are able to understand the situation and understand the, you know, cat guardians and or cat pet parents. And the cat itself is just unbelievable. Plus, you get thrashed. At least some of the episodes I saw, you just get pretty much scratched up and you're cool with that. And besides uh, My Cat from Hell, most people know, but some don't, that you're a two-time New York Times bestselling author. Mm-hmm. that you're also a cat behavior and wellness consultant and animal advocate, and you have 25 years experience with cats and their guardians. So I want to talk about my cat from hell because I've watched many episodes and on some of the things I think, oh my goodness, how are you going to solve this? Because I mean, some of these cats are tough. And so I want to know what is the strangest thing that's ever happened to you on the set? Uh, I mean, we're talking about 100 episodes, at least 200 different homes that we've been to. There's been a lot of weird over the years. I, I would say there was one case where I actually thought my crew was punking me and and I walked off. I walked off twice in one day because I said, I, there's no way this is real. And it was this mother and daughter combination where the mom was, and she was a typical kind of stage mom. She had brought her daughter from like New Mexico to LA to be famous. And the daughter was like 18 or something like that. And and mom had these two little chihuahuas. And she was convinced that her daughter's kitten was tormenting her dogs. And in the meantime, the dogs were dressed up in little sundresses. She kept them in a playpen to keep them, quote, safe from the kitten. She fed them out of baby bottles because she insisted that her vet said they had to because their stress level was so high. I mean, there was so much weird in terms of the way mom was with these dogs. And the entire time it was me trying to convince this woman that the kitten was fine, the dogs would be fine, everybody would be fine, but she was not fine. And we had to work on her for the most part. And I don't think I ever got through to her, but yeah, twice that day I walked off. 
you know, it's always funny. And I watch some episodes where you've, you know, seen, you know, maybe the cats need the environment adjusted a little bit, but it's more the pet parents that need to really make the changes because they either don't have a clue and they're not understanding their cat the right way or something like that. I mean, does that happen more than, is it more pet parent or more cat? As far I would as say, I mean, it's really, it's a 50-50 split. I mean, I'm as much a family therapist as I am a cat therapist. There's no way to work on a cat's wellness without taking in the entire family system. And no more so than if you had a, a child who was having behavior issues. You have to see what's going on in the home. That child is not operating in a vacuum, nor is the cat. So when people invite me into their homes they find out very quickly that they're inviting me into their lives on a very deep level. And a lot of times they're not ready for that. I, I can imagine coming off of that. I have another question for you. What would you say the most popular complaint is among the cat pet parents, either on the show or just, you know, in your cat therapy sessions? I'm just so curious to hear about this one. Well, I mean, I, I think that it's pee and poop and blood and guts. That's pretty much what it all comes down to. It's it, it's litter box problems and aggression problems. And that has kept me in business for 25 years. I mean, there's, of course, tons of variations. But the things that lead people to finally calling in help is the unmanageability of their home. I wish it was just people calling me to say, you know, I just don't get my cat. I would just love to have a better relationship with my cat. But that's not the way it works. It works because they're at the end of their rope, on the ledge, you know, uh, whatever it is that is causing that relationship to be in tatters and their house to be in tatters. That's when I get called in. Okay, we're going to be right back right after this break. Hi, everyone. Michelle Fern here. I just want to tell you about this great new litter I found. Molly and Dennis and Charlotte love it. And what's even more important, Mama loves it a lot. It's called Pretty Litter. And what it does that it makes it so different from any other litter I've ever used is it has a built-in health monitoring system. So the litter actually changes color to let you know if there's anything going on with your cat. Because cats hide their health issues. They don't really talk and tell you about it until it's almost too late. So what this does is it starts off, it actually starts off really pretty. It's a white crystal and it will turn colors as your cat does its business. There's actually a color code on the bag and it lets you know if it turns this color, you know, monitor it because it might be time to see your vet and check it out. Now, the other wonderful thing is that I have a special code for all my Catitude friends. Go to prettylitter.com slash cat101. Use the coupon code cat101 and you'll get 20% off your first subscription order. That's prettylittercats.com slash cat101. Use the coupon code cat101 and you'll get 20% off your first subscription order. Can't beat that. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Okay, welcome back, everyone. This is Catitude, and I have with me today Jackson Galaxy, the cat 
Daddy, and we're talking about all sorts of things involving cats. So you have great information in so many areas where people can obtain all this great info, which I want to go on to after this question. What do you think, as you know, cat pet parents, that we can do to understand our furry felines better? You know, just just like an overall, maybe one or two things that you would wish for every cat pet parent to just get about their cats. It's funny because it's there's no simple answer to that except to say everything. The point of the show, the books, my videos, the live performances is that you need to understand cat with a capital C before you try to understand your cat or your relationship with your cat. And I think that by and large, most people don't really understand how much cats have had to work against their own grain in order to fit into your home. That we have been asking them kind of unreasonable things for the past couple of hundred years. And they have, to the best of their ability, acquiesced. But if you don't understand that grain that they're working against, then you're always going to be frustrated. You're always going to have, to a certain degree, a dysfunctional relationship. And, you know, part of what I try to teach is that you are in a relationship. This isn't a thing that you own. It is a being that you love. And as such, you owe it to them and to yourself to know them better. And I think that that, so I know, you know, you're asking for very specific pointers. One is learn about cats, period. And realize that that they're not dogs. They're not going to react the way you want them to. They're not going to fawn over you the way you want them to. That's not who they are. And it doesn't reflect you know, a an aloof nature or a sarcastic nature or an ungrateful nature, you know, those are the labels that we put on beings that we don't understand, you know, and, and that's really the bottom of everything I teach. I think, actually, I think that's a great answer because a lot of people, when they, I mean, I, I came from, I always had dogs. So my first cat that adopted me was Maine Coon, and they're more, in my word, more dog-like than most cats, in my opinion, or maybe it's just the one that adopted me. So when I had other cats that I adopted, it was a learning experience. You know, there's some basic things like dogs, you could pet rough. You can't do that with cats, you know? So like you said, you really have to learn where they're coming from and their needs as far as the type of animals, you know, that we've domesticated them all these years, but they still have their natural instincts. And cats are not dogs. They're very different, just like you said. Right. It's, it's what I call looking at cats through dog-colored glasses. They always, in that respect, they're always going to disappoint you. And that's ridiculous that we would do that. I mean, they have four legs and they're covered in fur for the most part. And that's where it stops. It's like saying, you know, my cat is not acting like my armadillo or my armadillo is not acting like my dog. It's an equation that just doesn't work. And the more you try to put the cat peg into the dog-shaped hole, the more you're just going to miss out on what could be an amazingly fulfilling relationship. But it does really speak to our ego. And we just want to be, worshipped is not the right word, but kind of. And that's not going to happen with cats, just not. And it's not because they don't like you or love you. It's because that the way that it's shown is alien to a lot of people. So 
yeah, again, that's just something where, whether it's the books or the, the new live show or, or the TV show or all of my YouTube videos, it's always underneath where I'm trying to just get you to step away from the expectations, I suppose, in order to have a better relationship. Well, I'm letting you know I'm learning big time. And while I'm not the expert, I have, boy, have I learned a lot about cats because we adopted maybe four within a year and two are, I guess, sisters from different misters. They're from two separate litters. So it's been a big learning experience. And I've learned about how they choose their litter boxes and the whole thing. There's, there's a lot that you can learn. And speaking of that, on your website, jacksongalaxy.com, you have a ton of information as well as your books. Can you share with our audience just some of the info they can find there? Well, my hope is that, you know, over time, I just listen to what I'm being asked, whether it's on the street or on social media or in any different location I wind up in, and I try to address them. So, I mean, there's information, well, there's plenty of stuff on litter box issues. There's things about general wellness, how to keep things going smoothly so that you don't have to fix problems, playtime, uh, nutrition, raising a kitten, dealing with a senior, declawing, of course, that's a big one, you know, things that you don't want to do in your cat's lives. I would hope that I've touched on just about everything, but you know, there's a lot of time left. I'm sure that I'll wind up with a lot more over the years. Right. And people can go to, well, first watch your show, My Cat from Hell, Animal Planet, it's on Saturdays, and there's a ton of information there that you can learn. And as well as on jacksongalaxy.com, you have YouTube videos, you have information, help information, and you've written some great books. Can you tell us about the books real quick? Well, I mean, there's four of them now. And uh, the first one was more of a biography. It was a little more of a memoir. It's a story about me and uh, the cat who kind of changed me. And his name was Benny. And so in telling his story, I wound up telling a little bit more of mine than I would have been comfortable with at first, but it was essential. And of course, there's tips in there about living a better life with your cat. The second and third books, Catification and Catify to Satisfy, were collaborations with my good friend Kate Benjamin and their design books. They're about how to make your home more cat-friendly and at the same time, you know, make it appealing to you and other humans as well. And that one caught on like crazy and, and that became a movement unto itself, this sort of catification movement. So that was great. And then there's the new one, Total Cat Mojo, The Ultimate Guide to Life with Your Cat. And that's basically, if I had to say that if everything I knew was in one place, that's about as close as we're going to get. It's something that has been in the works for many years. And I feel really good about it. I feel like if someone comes up to me in the street and they say, my God, I've got this problem, cat guy, you got to help me out. I'll hand them a book and say, it's all here. You know, so I feel like at the moment, I feel like I've got a pretty complete look at my life and life with cats out there in book form. Okay, speaking of Total Cat Mojo Live, you're starting about to embark on a live tour, and it's Total Cat Mojo Live. It's in how many different cities about? 
we are up to 16 as of yesterday. We added one more show. So it's 16 City Tour. It's going to be going uh, starting at the beginning of November, going through actually a lot of December. So the uh, schedule is available at my website, jacksongalaxy.com. You'll see the entire lineup and links to get your tickets. We have VIP events, uh, meet and greets before each show. So if you want to see me there, those are going pretty quick because they're very limited. But uh, I'm sure in most locations, there are probably still tickets left. And uh, it is not what you expect. That I can tell you right now. Anything that you thought you were going to see, you're probably wrong. And if you've seen me in the past, you've seen me just get up on stage and talk and tell stories and interact with you guys a little bit. But this is much more of a show. And I have a, a long background in theater and uh, as a performer and much longer than I have experience as the cat guy. So I expect you to be fully satisfied in terms of what you might want from a sort of theatrical experience. Okay, a little, a little bit, maybe some info for our extensive, big, loving cat audience. I know you are a musician as well. And so this has got me thinking, what is Total Cat Mojo Live going to be about? Can you give us a little hint? I know you said theater and show. So yeah, I mean, we're going to be covering pretty much the arc of the book itself, meaning we're going to take a ride in the timeline of cats. So starting from the very beginning and ending up with the cat in your lap. And from that point, we're going to start talking about the cat in your lap and what you need to be dealing with in your home. Then we're going to start talking about the relationship between you and your cat and how you can make that a new and deeper thing. And in the meantime, there's a lot of visuals, a lot of illustrations and animations. There is music for sure. And there's even a little puppetry involved. So I'm not kidding when I say it's going to be a theatrical experience. It's not going to be any kind of a PowerPoint presentation. It's going to be something that if I do it right, you're going to feel like a part of it. We're going to feel like we're having this huge cat party. And there's also a story to it. And, um, you know, it's funny because I've been planning this event for years and it's going to change as the tour goes along. It's going to, because a lot of what I do is improvised. And so it's going to grow and it's going to change with the audiences. And But I sincerely hope that what I'm putting out there is, you know, an amalgamation of everything that I've been doing my whole life, not just cats and animals, but performance and writing. And, you know, all of that is hopefully what I'm bringing to the table here. Well, I'm going to try to get to it. My state's not even on the list yet, but I'm hoping I will have a chance to get to it. And I, from everything you said, I highly recommend it. I'm sure it's going to be amazing. Where are you? We're in Florida. Are you adding Florida? We're not in this round. We're going to be going back out in the spring and we'll be hitting a lot more of the southern ports of call. The farthest south we're going on this trip is Atlanta. Okay, that's a state away, but who knows? Who knows? (laughs) Anyway, Jackson, I appreciate your time so much and I am sure Total Cat Mojo Live is going to be unbelievable. Are you going to have any clips on YouTube for people that live in other countries and whatnot that can't make it? There'll be little clips. Unfortunately, we're not going to be putting too much of the actual show itself 
out there on video only because it is sort of an experiential thing. It's something that lives live, I think. But yeah, we'll be putting clips out there for sure. We did on our last book tour, we did some of that where we would put it, we would edit together some fun moments from the different stops. And also I'll be doing a lot of Facebook live and Instagram live, and we'll be putting up the Instagram stories. You're going to feel like a part of this tour for sure. Well, I wish you the best success on Total Cat Mojo Live. I think it's going to be amazing. And people can find out more about the tour on your website, right? JacksonGalaxy.com? That's where you find it. All right. Thank you so much for coming on Catitude. It was so exciting talking to you again. Thank you very much. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Oh, what a great show. Having Jackson Galaxy on Catitude. Wow. Now, if you're lucky enough to have Total Cat Mojo live in your city, heck, in your state, in your neighboring state, highly recommend it. I'm sure it's going to be amazing. I'd like to thank my cat crew that, you know, made me the cat parent I am, which is Dennis, Charlotte, and Molly. Thanks to my fabulous, wonderful audience of Catitude. I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you for the tips. I hope you enjoyed this show because it was really, I love Jackson Galaxy and it was important for me to have him on. And, and thanks always to my producer, Mark Winter, for making me and my guest sound good. He does a phenomenal job. You have no idea what a great job he does. There's, again, you can go to jacksongalaxy.com. There is amazing amount of tips and information. I have several of his books. I think I have all of them except the last one, and I'm going to get the last one. His books are amazing. Now, stay tuned. We have a lot more great shows coming up. If you need to reach me, shout out, meow out, <laughs> Michelle at PetLifeRadio.com. Keep listening. More fabulous shows coming up. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.